Hello, welcome <laughs> back to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just gave you the task of introducing the party, and you looked so scared. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I was trying to think what number we're on. Welcome back to B Tech Philosophers. Thirty nine, I think. Episode thirty nine. Wow. It's me, Michael Rawale, co-host Elliot Still. We got Hello. special guests in the building today: comedian Katie Green. Round of applause for Katie Green in the oh, wow. in the, in the B Tech offices, man. Nice. How are you? Katie? We're just starting. Right. <laughs> Round of applause is very patronizing. <laughs> wow, I made it here. Thank you. You bicycled? I did. I don't really trust the bikes. Like the bikes themselves or biking? I don't trust myself on a bike. Mm. It's very, it's very dangerous. Yeah. And it's raining outside. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lon, you made it here. In, I, in, I made it here. No, you got a helmet. I, I do because I fell like a, a few months ago, so I'm like, I'm gonna wear a helmet now. What happened? Well, you fell. Well, I was on the, I was doing something wrong, and then I was there's someone in, in the pavement, and. Did well, you, you were on the pavement. I was on the pavement. <sighs> Yeah, no, you're not meant to be on the pavement. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> pavement. I know that. that Did was you, my fault. Like life threatening fall? No, but I just like fell over the handlebars. It was just like she went not great. over. Yeah. What do you like? Do you go? Is that like a life? Like, and it changed my life because you almost died. Not really, because it wasn't like I like I was still able to get up and cycle. Okay. So. Did any Londoners help you up? Up my cycling? No, like help you up when you fell. Is anyone like? Oh, Did anyone, no. oh the, the old man who I like was tried to. I was like trying to avoid. He attempted to help me up, but I'm like, I, I, you will come down with me. Yeah. You, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. It's like the tram experiment. You know, do you hit the person? Do you? Yeah. Do you not hit them. For people who've not listened to the first ever episode of B Tech, I try to explain. Do you know the tram paradox? No. So there's a tram hurtling towards a, a group of six people. Okay. And there's a lever, and you could change it and it would hit one person. But if you pull the lever, you have made the decision to kill one person. But if you leave the tram going, it will hit six people. So, so ethically, you, what do you do? You move that person to the side. You can't so move you the per seven people. No. Oh. <laughs> Mike cannot get his head around philosophical theories. Wait, so what do you do? Oh, is this, that's, that's, that's the question? That's the question, like philosophically, what do you do? You'd live with the guilt of killing seven but why have you killed seven people? Because you've moved one guy. Are you killing yourself too? Is that the seventh person? No, no, no. Because I'm moving the person on one side of the track over to this side. So, you, oh, so, so you're going to be a murderer. Seven people die ethically. <laughs> yeah. I love that you untied him and they're like, you could just put me down. I would, I would be fine. And the other six are like, well, stop the train. Why don't you move it now? And you're like, no, 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 no. This is ethical. This is, this is the exactly. only way. But you chose to swerve and almost kill yourself rather than hit an old man. Yeah. You're a good person. Is that, I think that's just, I think most people would do that. It's fight or flight, wouldn't it? Isn't it? And what, which, what, what's, what did you choose then? Did you choose fight or flight? Or like, I guess flight, because I f flew over the handlebars. Right, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's the very definition of flight. What's your natural tendency, you reckon, in danger? Both of you. Freeze. Freeze. You've got fight, flight, or freeze, I reckon freeze. Oh, freeze, yeah. Freeze. I scream. You scream? Yeah. So that's, you scream and run? Or you scream stationary? I, I scream and I stay there. Yeah, I okay, stay that's, there. Okay, that's not helpful at all. No, it's really bad. There's no evolutionary... Uh, I get tired when there's danger. I just want to go to sleep. <laughs> you, you chose sleep. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what? I don't know what, what my body's doing. You imagine that you're in like the twin towns or something. How do we get out? I'm just gonna have a nap. Uh, wait, 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 wait me up when this is over. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck is that? In what situations have you done that? Well, just like you know, there's like danger, like somebody screaming in a building or something. I'm like, oh, I just get tired. I'm like, I can't. What deal. building? Wait, what yeah, building was were this? Were you in the twin towers? <laughs> what, what building are you in where everyone's No, just be like everyone you might be in an event or something, if something goes down, like a party or something, and everyone's screaming because someone's fighting or something or someone's brought out a weapon or something, and everyone's like some people are screaming, some people are running. I'm like, I'm tired. I'm I want I'm, so I'm tired of us <laughs> being like this. <laughs> Why can't my people come together? <laughs> we can't have one disco. <laughs> a disco. <laughs> I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, I don't know why, but my body's just like, I can't deal with this. Mike, Mike takes a nap and every one of the black women is like, yeah, <laughs> it comes together. My brother has Another made damn stereotype. <laughs> my brother has made, made a statement that lives with us forever. <laughs> we are sleeping. <laughs> that is so less effective. It's you the know? opposite of staying woke. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if, like, if instead of calling it, people instead of being like, I'm tired of being like this. If they change it to, I'm sleepy. It's oh. so less effective. <laughs> Because <laughs> of the institutional <laughs> racism. Yeah, that draft of the I have a dream speech probably had to, had to rework it. <laughs> I have a nap. I mean, no, it's, it's not much the same. Man. Imagine he just started going on about <laughs> the dream he had the night before. And I was there and there was a massive ice cream man. <laughs> Everyone's like, what the fuck is he I talking about? shouldn't have eaten cheese that night. <laughs> My brothers and sisters. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was being chased, but I couldn't run. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> oh, do you have a? I have. Uh, I used to wet the bed until I was like twelve. 13. Okay, right. Okay. Okay. I would dream that I was peeing in the toilet, mm. and then I wake up and I'm peeing for real, and I didn't know how to break that dream cycle because me, I was doing everything right. I was. I'd wake up, go to the toilet, I pee. And I just knew it, it didn't feel right though. Mm. And then I wake up and I'm peeing for real. I don't know what you guys want to do with that information right Wait, there. Wait, so how did you stop? Did you lose a dream? I, I don't know. I just got older and I just uh, I just pee before I went to bed. And so that helped. That, that helped. But I don't know what that. Did you is. stop having the dream though? No, I don't have peeing dreams anymore. I don't have peeing dreams, but up until the age of about 13, maybe 14. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> right now, no, I, I was, I was, uh, my my last peeing in bed incident probably was about maybe fourteen. Michael, what I couldn't like, it was just I couldn't help it. That's the last time I ever did it, though. Every now and then, you reveal a bit of yourself, and I'm like, there's yeah, no, there it is. There's that's why Michael can't just fit in. There's you. <laughs> <laughs> like he reveals something that's like information that you go, this is like the origins of a serial killer. <laughs> no, but like I'm not, yeah, I'm not normal. But um, no, there's been no yellow stain on the mattress uh, since the age of fourteen. Round of applause for no yellow stain. <laughs> on the no, 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 no. We're not lowering the standards of. The, we've only just introduced a round of applause for guests. We're not doing it because you have of Katie <laughs> and no yellow stains on the mattress. I think that warrants a round of applause. I think Sarah that. Silverman used to pee the bed. Okay. Till late. <laughs> So, I you Google this. Who peed the bed? Can we find out who peed? Yeah, thank, thank you, Lucas. So like, can we also uh, Google like uh, the psychological reasons of peeing the bed till till late? Oh, but what did you guys give up? Kind of late that you kind of embarrassed about? Sucking my thumb. Okay. Uh, Until middle school. How? When That's I like just, twelve. That's which quite is a really long time. Right. Yeah. Okay. Why? I had the scar on my on my thumb because. It was just like always. It was grinding against the. the yeah. You but did in class. And my um, not in class. I'm not sure. No, I don't think I did it in class. But like the roof of my mouth is indented. Really. Significantly, yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. And my teeth like grew, kind of grew around it. No, I got that. My teeth are fucked up. Yeah. Did you suck your thumb? I bite my nails. Uh, I still do it. That wouldn't change the shape of your mouth. I does because I'm like, I always got something there. Uh -huh. yeah, I, yeah. Let me see. My teeth are fucked. I got the teeth of like a xenomorph. Like the mouth of a xenomorph. I don't know what a xenomorph. I don't know what that uh, is. The is alien, that... alien from Alien. Yeah. Do you remember oh, those okay. books where it would be like a person and it would slowly turn to an animal? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Is, don't, oh, is that animal. what you think I look yeah. like? <laughs> You look like the mid of a man slash horse. Oh, I know, I, I get compared. To, I've, I've been called a Jewish horse before. <laughs> I've got a horsey look like a horse. Yeah. Who doesn't work on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> Was it Saturday? It's Sabbath. I'm a horse that respects the Sabbath. Yeah. What's the psychological reasons for Michael wetting the bed up until 14 yes, so it comes from psychological emotional problems so emotional stress caused by traumatic events or disruptions in a child's normal routine can cause bed wetting for example oh, new see. home new school i did have it <laughs> <laughs> i was a very stable household actually oh, no. um i was a thinker i was a thinking child 
So you you were thinking a lot. <laughs> so you, you you were so pondering the world that you didn't have time to get You're up. No, and think about it. I'd be thinking about wet in the bed, and then it would in my subconscious so you like manifested it. Yeah, I'd be in bed like, nah, it's not gonna happen today. What would your mum say? Oh uh, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't good. Yeah, I was thirteen. <laughs> What was your I think she reaction? like. There's a period of time she thought I was doing it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> was, like, out of spite. I was like, no, this. Why would I do this? Why would I choose this life? I don't want this. <laughs> I don't want this. Wait, tell me exactly what she said. <laughs> Why are you doing this? <laughs> so your mum's there and you're holding like a wet, a wet, wet duvet and she's like, Michael, why are you why doing this? Why do you this? hate me? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't uh, was on purpose. But now I've conquered it, man. I've, you know, I used to have a streaks over day 14. Oh wow! Yeah. Did you get like rewards and stuff? Like you get a not, for not winning the bed. <laughs> no, I just get dry sheets, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, right. so it's like a prison. You're writing Roman numerals for day zero, and then you have to take it day zero, no accidents. <laughs> <laughs> One night happens, you just have to run it all down. You know. <laughs> But no, that probably explains uh, a lot of me. Okay, you go now. Something that you did. I just said I would have bumped my nail. Oh, you both I, got mouth things. I didn't fucking... Mouth fixations. Yeah, yeah, we probably do. Sorry we're not into waterworks. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking don't look at me like I'm the freak. You fucking bite your nails? Yeah. I don't piss the bed. I don't either. You, you piss the bed close I haven't to the... for half my life. I need the, uh, the closest I come to piss in the bed was I was at a festival and I took a load of MDMA and then uh, I went to uh, sleep and then I woke up and I needed to go for a piss and I couldn't like work the tent, I couldn't work the zipper, so I just had you to just piss in a bottle. It. You just like no, I didn't just accept <laughs> it, Michael. I pissed in a bottle. I did something. I didn't. I, I, look, I'm not awake. I, I, I'm not I doing it I on purpose, Mum. I'm, I'm, I'm not just lying there. Just ah, uh, what are you gonna do? But who knows like why? People do it, you know. I mean, well, we know now. We know now. It's psychological. Did you have a traumatic childhood? No, mine was pretty. I mean, how do you know? I don't believe you for a second. I believe it was absolutely horrifying. I think it was normal for me. I mean, I feel like uh, I got a good relationship with my mum, my okay. sister, father. Yeah, kind of estranged. Okay. Yeah. So how estranged? We talking? I I spoke to him maybe like a year. Okay. Yeah. You know what? A bit of time. Okay. But you got estranged. Uh, I'm trying to move it on. Yeah, go on. Deflecting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I think we've. I think we found the trauma. <laughs> but Elliot, your mom's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is present. <laughs> I wish she wasn't sometimes. <laughs> So, can we throw you into our drama? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mum's on a second bottle of wine by by eleven a.m. already. All right, Christmas but is going to be she's interesting. Home. <laughs> she's home. How's your family situation? Um, yeah, I was raised by my mom, and um, my father left my mom before I was born. So that's kind of yeah, yeah, estranged. No, just like not present. Mm. I guess, like, like I know who he is, mm. um, but just like not wasn't there. Mm. Yeah, you never have any like I want to go and figure this out. And not really. Mm. I feel like because I came, I think I came to terms with like being raised by my mom and my mom's yeah. head of the family, and I just feel like that. Like I would, like we'd go visit him, and like for like summers and stuff mm. it was it got to the point where i was like i hate this i actually really don't like this yeah mm. i asked this question to ria and it made it uncomfortable in the room but i want to ask you what's your background um my ethnic background yeah all of that that's why okay. we have mike on the podcast he asked <laughs> questions I can't ask these. um uh, my grandma's from el salvador so latina and then my grandpa's from here mm -hmm. oh from britain yeah so you got the the visa no 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 because i'm american it's like very annoying very annoying um yeah and my father's just american mm. what's el salvador like um go back? i've been once it's um it's not, not not the safest place. No. No. 
I think it's a very overlooked Latin American country. No, no. Well, I think it's because it's really like the homicide rate is really high. Yeah. Like a few oh, years wow. ago, it was like the highest. Um, like, hum, like I, I actually don't know. That, like, you'll have to fact check. Homicide by capital or something. But like for for a country that was not in a declared war. So oh wow! They're really. What's the source of the violence? Is that poverty and gang violence? Gang violence. Damn. Yeah, poverty, but yeah, gang violence really. Damn. really bad like drug trade and all of that stuff and yeah but i think it's nasty. also like there's there's um one of the biggest gangs um mas that i say like basically they started from what i know they started from being like because people coming over to the border to the united states like they if they're coming from central america they have to go through mexico and then there'd be a lot of clash between the different ethnicities or different 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 nationalities and then they formed the salvadorians would form a gang like a kind of to go against the mexicans and um and then they brought that back to el salvador and then so really it's really dangerous yeah really big population not not at all not i mean not really it's a really small country Mm. um but it is not. They they were also they had a civil war Damn. in the eighties, I think. Can't catch a break. Um, was that one of those CIA backed? Yeah, oh, it was. Okay. It was one of those. Um, one of those ones. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we gave these uh, these guys who are going to fight the communists some guns, and what? Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> this is, mm. Uh oh, they've got loads of cocaine and guns now. <laughs> so that's. Yeah, it's it's so it's really bad. I get. I think when you look at Latin America, just like, and also like with when you in the terms of like with the issue with the border in the United States, just, and like people being like, oh, Mexico is really violent, and or like Latin America as a whole, but like in Mexico, <coughs> they only have like, I think one legal gun shop, and most of the other, like I think it's like 99% of the other, of guns in Mexico are for, from the United States. Wow. So, it's like, it's just like, I don't know, it's, it's a bit difficult mm. of a relationship, but um. Damn. Yeah. What are the chances if you went back of you getting kidnapped and shit like that? In, in El Salvador? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it really just depends on where you go. Mm-hmm. Because obviously, because like even some of my family is scared to go back Damn. because uh, like bad experiences that they had going back or like even some of my cousins, when when they go back, they're really like weary because if they go back and visit family, then the, the if like they'll know in a community who's come come from America and so they'll like try to they'll either rob you from just then or they'll try to like whatever but it's 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 very dangerous yeah, say. yeah. and especially because of my skin tone and but like even if you look if like my grandma's from el salvador born and raised and she's scared to go back because she's so americanized wow whereabouts in america where you where you live in california yeah. so california. bay area yeah mm-hmm. you ever go back when last time you went back I went back in July, actually. So my sister's baby was born. So oh, congratulations! Round of applause for the thank baby. You, thank you. What? Uh, what? <laughs> what the fuck is the thing to get a round of applause really like on this, this show now? What are we? I really like this. <laughs> <laughs> the bar is low. I really like this. Feels like, this feels like a really supportive open. This, yeah. like, this is like you know when an MC is like anyway. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it's like. Give it up for her. Yeah. Yeah. Finger yeah. snaps, everybody. Finger yeah. snaps for the baby. Finger snaps for the baby. <laughs> Kelly, damn. You've been to Cali? Yeah. You've been to Cali? Yeah. Why are you so surprised? I don't know. You sound seem like you'd My dad took me. Oh, what did you... When, when uh-huh. you, <laughs> 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 what did you go there for? <laughs> well, you were wet in the bed. I was, <laughs> I was out there living it up in Cali. Living it up? Yeah. I was being a little fat kid. I was a fat 14-year-old eating Mexican food. Damn, man. I haven't time in my life. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been a couple of times. I've been to San Francisco. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So, so are you... That's I'm, I'm from the suburb of San Francisco, San Francisco, like basically where the airport is. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird that airport area is weird because I remember I arrived and sort of like went through it was like, this doesn't look like it, it's yeah. weird. Like yeah. this doesn't look kind of fun. And then you get like sort of see San Francisco and you're like, oh, it's like uh, I suppose like if you just went to, through Heathrow and then went through like Wembley or Hounslow or something, you'd be like. London's yeah. like this isn't what I imagined London yeah. to be like, and then you get that and you're like, oh, okay. Where, okay. Where's everybody roller skating in booty shorts? That's, that's Venice, Ven- Beach. Venice, Venice Beach. Venice Beach. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 
LA. Did you do some of that? No, that's LA. Okay. <laughs> I went over to Golden Gate Bridge. I got I got too scared to cycle over it, so my dad and my sister went, and I just. Mm. And my dad. What did you? My dad except we rented bikes, and my dad exceptional British. Mm. British parent in. Oh, well, you just fucking wait here. I cycle over to the other side of the. He wish he left you. Yeah, no, he wish he abandoned you. That That's so funny. He's just like, yeah, you wait here. I'm going over there. British parent in. Just went over a bridge and left a crying child by the side. My mom once sent me on the London Eye alone because she already done it before. <laughs> <laughs> and so she got a child's ticket. And then she asked the couple, she's like, hey, can can she go with you guys? And so I was just, it was me and the couple and they got like a VIP experience. Yeah. It was just like me and like they got like, they like gave us like a tour and then they gave us like a book and I was just like with a new family for a whole like, <laughs> trip she, on the She'd eye. seen the scenery already. Yeah, yeah she's fine. like, I've done it. I'm what, not paying. What were the couple like? Oh, they were. I think they were like like newlywed or something. So it's kind of like they're like, oh, like this is what it'd be like with an eight year old. You know? Yeah. Now we get to see. Yeah. 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 Damn. Yeah. I'd. I'd. When you think back to some of that old school parent, my mum was like smoking the car. Yeah. Oh like, wow. Yeah. That explains a lot. <laughs> it's probably smoke while pregnant. <laughs> Would you? Uh, did you get beats? Oh my mum. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's 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 a I British did. beating like? Yeah. What I don't know. Like? Wag. <laughs> did you get the belt? Never got a belt, got the odd slap, got the odd smack. Mum would, you know. Was it frequent or? Uh, my mum my wants, uh, my mum has uh, BPD in it. So, like, uh, my So, when What's I that? said she's crazy, it's from a place of. Okay. Borderline, my, What's that? Borderline personality disorder. Oh, okay. So, Mike. Mike was really going for the jugular. <laughs> Mike was really, okay. really bringing up some childhood traumas for me. I was. It came from oh, a wow. place of facts. We're getting a bit too okay. comfortable with each other yeah. on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Good shit. I didn't know. I, I don't like to talk about it because I'm worried if my mum would hear it and stuff. Like she's it, my mum's. My mum's mental, but it's not her fault. You know, right, I mean, right, she tried right. her hardest, which in itself is its own reward. And uh, so, yeah, my mum one time. <laughs> <laughs> my mum would get a full on arguments with me when I was like nine <laughs> that she'll instigate uh, <laughs> and that one she just picked up my playstation and just chucked it in the bin and she was like there's your fucking playstation <laughs> and I thought this was normal. Like I carry this into relationships. And like I'll tell my missus or something, and she's like, "That's awful." Your mum threw your PlayStation in the bin. I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, my mum threw my PlayStation in the bin when I was, when I was like nine. Yeah, she used to do. Um, Oh, she'll just fucking drive off. That was one of her tricks. Oh. Both your parents are leaving you. <laughs> Maybe the problem's me. You should be wet in the bed too, man. That's not fair, man. Oh. Yeah, no, she'd she'd love a she'd love a drive off. My grandma did that to my sister. My grandma, my grandma uh, on my mum's side is fucking hilarious, right? It's like uh, what's him about to tell the most harrowing story. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason I have the sense of humor I have, all right? They did, they, my, 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 my parents did everything but fuck me, really. Oh, <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> it's um, a feeling, is what it is. And uh, so, yeah, my, my grandma, right, she's really funny. She's like, she basically had this like house in Essex that she sold and has gone to the family like, you're getting nothing. Like, let me make this clear. None of you getting anything. I'm going on cruises. I'm living in a nice home and I'm just drinking wine all day, mm. which I think is fucking hilarious, right? But uh, years ago, my sister went to stay over. Well, my sister's like, oh, my sister must have been 12. This is like 10 years ago, right? And my grandma takes her to, to Frankie and Benny, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Gets in an argument with my sister. She probably instigates my grandma and just fucking drives off for like 45 minutes. And the Frankie and Benny's are like closed. So they just had to kick this little 12-year-old out. And my sister was just the devil like 45 minutes. Eventually she was able to call my mum. My mum had to call my grandma and be like, can you go pick my fucking daughter up from outside Frankie and Benny's? And my grand like driving back and was like, right, have you, have you calmed down to my sister? <laughs> <You> calmed down. <laughs> <laughs> and just left her, just left her there. <laughs> Your family don't like you. Bro, my family, no one, none of my family, like, I swear to God, yeah, getting bits of my family to speak to each other. 
is like in in the sixties when Russia and America <laughs> needed to have a like you. Do you know what it's like? It's like mm. my family's like the mob. Yeah. Like you, there needs to be a sit down and a third party there, and yeah. we need to talk things through. It's like now, now, now. You did, you did insult him. <laughs> you did insult him. We're like, yeah. There's, there's been all sorts of um, uh, periods where my sister won't speak to my mum, my mum won't speak to my sister, my aunt and my mum weren't speaking for a bit. My mum, my aunt won't speak to my uh, nan for a bit. Uh, when my aunt was going to get married, my mum had to make a promise to my aunt that she wasn't going to punch her stepdad like there was all sorts of like just proper yeah white english <laughs> white on white crime craziness none of them had listened to this podcast so nah, well good then yeah. that's good what about what about you was it was beaten's uh oh uh, yeah i got the belt what's latino beaten like um rhythmic the chancla like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's fucking hilarious um like the the chancla which is like the 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 chunkler. The you're, you're like your sandal. Sounds, there we go. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sandal, yeah that's like classic. there's like so many memes of like of that or like just like you getting but like also being thrown across the room. Oh shit, like a bit of accurate with it. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Sick with throwing knives on cold. Yeah. But my my grandma never hit me. Mm. Um my but I did get a belt. Mm. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think about beating kids now? Shouldn't do it. Yeah, I don't it's think really, you wouldn't do it. It's tra- it's traumatic for the kids. Well, but we're all on a podcast laughing about it now. It's funny because it happened to us. But yeah, like, yeah. But mine wasn't so much beating. Mine was more shoving parents. Mine was serious, <laughs> not okay stuff. I really think that that's why I became a comic because I would always try to like funny my way out of getting the bell yeah so like i would always like try to make my mo- my mom laugh and then she actually forget and i'm like yeah. oh this is fun yeah, yeah. This is good so that's that is interesting again yeah it's trauma but did, did you get you, i imagine you got some beatings in your time yeah did your mom beat you for pissing the bed <laughs> yeah. she's beat up the sheets that you pissed and just millwall brick you with <laughs> you know it'd be like it'd be like bell or wooden spoon Mm. Or like it was trying like the physical ones. Where it was like weird where it's like you have to you have to crouch and put your hands in the air. What your yeah. mum did fucking Guantanamo Bay <laughs> torture methods on you? It'd be like what were you doing Wait, creating a terrorist cell? It'd be like, like it'd be like I for like twenty minutes like and like but like my fires were amazing, man. Like. <laughs> Can you can you look up just so people know like Guantanamo Bay torture methods? Nah, it weren't that deep. It's it a stress it, position. It would be like fucking stay there and think about what you've done. Not for t- but like you, I had good thighs, good right. good, good calf muscles. But it would be stuff like that. But what would you have done to have done this? Ooh, I one time I was making popcorn. Uh, and please have a, please <laughs> please don't let that be. <laughs> I was making popcorn. <laughs> And you know the the, the uh, in the in the pot. Mm. So I brought the pot into the living room. And <laughs> I just laid the pot on the carpet, <laughs> and then it was just a hole in the carpet <laughs> where the, the 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 pot obviously took the. And I just remember taking it off like, yeah, I need to just get in the position. <laughs> <laughs> what, did, you, did you have that thing as a child where you'd fuck something like that up and you'd be like, <gasps> so you'd have to die. I would try to think of some mad lies. Yeah. Or you'd have to be like, it, it, I don't, I don't uh, know what uh, happened. Yeah. <laughs> like, Somebody came in and he stole yeah. it. Oh. Yeah, it's weird, man. Nah. Yeah. Hey, we, we can laugh about it now, huh? Yeah. And you I guys guess. do therapy? I've been counselling, but yeah. That's therapy. Yeah. How was it? It's all right. I don't need, I don't, I, I don't really, like, I've, I can't, I've gone off therapy a little bit because I think too many people do it now as an excuse. I think people do it now to go, I go to therapy, so here, and-, and So I'm better than you or so I know myself more? Yeah, not even that. I think it's like the way, from when I've spoke to like therapists, the way therapy's meant to work is you're meant to go into therapy and you go, hey, here's why I do the things that I do that I don't like. Like, here's what I don't like about myself and I keep falling in these traps and then you and the therapist go for it and you find a thing from childhood and go, ah, your attachment avoidant or your this or that or this is why you're doing this within your adult relationships because this is the first relationship you've seen has done this so what you're going to have to do is put a lot of work in to unlearn that it's like it's like bad technique at the gym like it's it's hard to unteach mm. so then pete but instead now people go into therapy and they go here's here's my childhood 
And by the way, I'm going to leave out all the part where I cheat on my boyfriend loads or I do this or I do that or I'm, you know, I've, I, I keep doing all of these things that are damaging my life. And that then means that the therapist is just going, they're just using therapy as an excuse. I also feel like there's an element of people like learning things about themselves and having that as an excuse for their behavior. Yeah. Of being like, oh, this is how I am because of the, like, I've realized this is, I'm like this because of X, Y, and Z and being like, that's how I'm going to be, which is like, mm. I don't. But therapy has always worked on the contract that you go in there and you be honest. So if you I, just, if you break the contract, that's not, that's just on you. Yeah, I mm. do think there is that. I also think who your therapist is, is really in, important because like I've tried it. I've tried it like t twice with like, I also like try to go like really, really cheap. Like I did it, like, <laughs> I had like one free session at, at UCLA. <clears throat> and then um, it was, I went in and I was like, I I'm like, I get, I get really flushed. Like I get really like, like bad, like so like social anxiety. And I went in there and I was like, I get really red. And then she was like, thank you for letting me know. And I'm like, no, that's my problem. <laughs> that's my problem. Like, that's like, can you fix it? Like, I think it's a social problem. And then she was like, oh, I don't know. I don't, I've never heard about that. And I'm like, oh my God. Mm. Like, it's, I feel like I'm flushed now. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, but, it's interesting. Like, well, what if a therapist don't know? Like, yeah. yeah. Man, you, you're fucked. Yeah. You can't really say that. And then the second time I did it, I did it with BetterHelp. Yeah. Mm. And, um, it's like it's like a therapy app okay and it's like supposed to be like i got it like on a there was a trial like some 50 pound for whatever sessions and um uh every i did three sessions with this woman every time her smoke alarm was beeping like to like change the battery and I was like, what the fuck? Like, can you, like, if you can't change your battery, how are you going to change my life? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You start and, pointing out small things in their life. Like, what the fuck are you going to be in my brain for? Like, but know. then she was also really like, I would, I would say things and I'd be like, I feel like I'm not good enough because of this, this, and this. And then she'd be like, seems like you feel like you're not good enough. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, I just fucking said that. <laughs> I just said that to you. Yeah. Like, and then she'd say things like, <clears throat> A man wants someone with confidence. And I'm like, I don't think you're supposed to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's your position. <laughs> I don't think. So bad. <laughs> I don't think. That's, that, that just went away from, have you thought about like dressing a bit more like a whore? <laughs> <laughs> have you thought about wearing heels? Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah man. I, I, I did one therapy session and I don't know, like, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I, I think I probably have some issues. I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. But, I, I mean, <laughs> it, I think anyone leading with that, with that, that makes me worry. You're deflecting makes me. I, I, well, I'm, Mike's pretty well held together. Like he's, I, I, he's not. Is that true? Yeah, he's not. I've never really seen him like anxious or he's just very, there's time because I'm a huge warrior. Yeah. Like Mike knows me I, I know me Mike knows me. very paranoid yeah very paranoid guy like so i'm i'm huge anxiety but that comes from that childhood of oh my parents about to fuck off in a like yeah uh, you know that comes from that mm -hmm. um also is is mental illness hereditary like no yeah. is, there's an element of like yeah. i don't know if it's because of like because yeah. my mom is very anxious and i'm very anxious but i don't yeah, know if that's, like, a... that's probably passed down evolutionary yeah. and shit uh, i don't think i've got borderline personality disorder well, we don't know yet. No. Oh, be fucking great excuse. What is it? Um, what's that actually mean? It's a type one or type two mental health disorder. Um, I should probably stop fucking giving out all my mum's information on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna do? You have to talk through it. Yeah, Maybe not I publicly. Mean, but no, mm. I know. Like we get on. I really love my mum. We have a good relationship now and stuff. It, it's not her fault. Like yeah. it really isn't her fault. She's yeah, got this thing, you know, and that it just it happens to be a thing that. So you know, all all our parents, man, they just they just most of them did the best they could. Yeah, in in the eras they were in. Yeah. They just did the best they could. And she didn't. She didn't have any. You know, she was brought up in like a, a in Essex in like the fucking seventies and stuff. It's not. You know, <laughs> it's not a fun place to grow up. Yeah, and they got their own shit to deal with, and then they're trying to raise a kid the best way they can and try and protect them. Uh, it's cold world. My my nan, my other nan on my dad's side, right? She's ninety eight. I love her, but my my dad was adopted, innit? it? So there's all that going on, and then 
like the thing is, is it's almost like genetically you can tell, right? Like he's adopted just in the behavior because my dad's is really curious, well-read, intelligent human being. Like he just knows. Pathetic. Yeah, yeah. He just knows a lot about, you know, like the other night, Ryan Cullen was staying over a comedian. We went for a drink and they start, and my dad was like talking about being over in Ireland in the 70s and, and 80s and the IRA and doing gigs out there and then punk music and reggae music and all of this stuff. They just had this conversation. I was just like, wow, this guy's fucking knows a lot. And then my nan, all she understands, and I'm not joking, is the weather. Like that is all there is to her life, mm. is the weather. Yeah. So if I go, ah, oh, like I've gone and done this amazing thing, I've gone and done this gig, she was like, and, and was it raining? <laughs> like, that's good. And that's it. That's all she can comprehend yeah. is the weather. Because she would go up there, me and my sister would go up there, and she'd make my sister tidy up and stuff. Then my sister was telling me, like, as we grew up, she was like, oh, yeah, like, the way she treat me was different to you. Because she's 98. She was raised in a time where it's, I'm a woman. Yeah. I tidy up. I yeah. do that. That's my... And it's not like a feminist, like, oh, you could explain to her. She's like, no, that's my role. That's yeah. what I do. I keep the house in order. So if you're 98, you're just tired of conversations i'm gonna just talk about weather no but my my dad says she's always been like that oh. like she's never she's never understood like uh, if you go up there and speak to her she wants to know what was the journey like there mm. the weather and next week tony and dawn are coming over <laughs> that's it those are the conversations Tony even dawn have been dead for 50 years <laughs> no, does, when tony and dawn die we're fucked. <laughs> does your dad know where his parents were from uh, yeah, parents? I'm uh, Egyptian, Syrian, Jewish. So one was from Egypt. Does like you know their story? Yeah. Have uh, you been on Who Do You Think You Are? Nah, nah. He uh, could you Google? Yeah, this is this is gonna. This guy's like it, we we found out I'm from Jewish heritage, and this guy hasn't done a lot to smash the stereotypes of Jews. Um, Joe Joe Dweck, and just Joe. read out his his. How do you spell it? Uh, well, Joe and then Dweck W D W E. Okay. 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 D-W-E-K. Joe Dweck. Is he a billionaire? Yeah. Okay. Is that's that your, That's your lineage? Yeah. Wait, did, did you know? Have you read Freakonomics? No. It's no. Not. Freakonomics, it's like, it's like a, it was like a popular book about these economic, these, um, economists, sorry. Um, trying to like explain things. I, I read it ages ago, but explain like, weird concepts or not weird but like explaining why sex workers are actually um the highest paid per like job per hour or whatever and like explaining things like that and it, there's a portion of the book that talks about iq being hereditary so um they, like why um a lot of adopted kids are sometimes more problematic because Sometimes it means that they're they come from a family that it, and they like explain like family backgrounds of like the typical family that puts the kid up for adoption, mm. and that's quite interesting that like your father being inquisitive and presumably intellectual high IQ yeah. coming from a, a background that's like wouldn't well, surely being placed into a, a good home would sort of help it was a good it was just a quintessential english 60s home in swanley in kent like mm. there wasn't any stimulation there wasn't any like like my dad loves his mom and dad like his that is uh dad who adopted him died years ago and i think they had a really good relationship and he does with his mom as well but they just it's not uh like as stimulating it's stimul he grew up in the in swanley like it, like this is one of those things where we talk about white privilege. People in Swanley don't have white privilege. Like they, they're just. Oh, why's my cereal? I was gonna fucking call someone. Uh, it. You, do you know what I mean? Like it's just there's nothing there. Yeah. Like there's there's no. Uh, it's just this town in the sixties that exists just on a motorway outside Kent, mm -hmm. and that's it. And there's nothing there. That's but a shit place to grow up for him, and he, you know. This is the like the, the what they're I guess they're trying to say is like um they're trying to prove that IQ is hereditary. So like the, the nature versus nurture thing can I I guess only go so far if you don't if you're not as smart or if you're mm. not as like from a gene pool of smart people, I guess. I think IQ is overrated. Would you rather have excellent social skills or high IQ? 
Excellent social skills. Why? But I think you need to have decent IQ to have excellent social skills. I don't. I disagree. Okay. I think it's two different things. I, I think IQ. I, I think it's just a way of measuring how intellectual you are, or like how like you. I think it's a way of measuring different things. I guess it's like a. I guess like I wouldn't necessarily want high like exceptional IQ, but I do think that somebody who does have high IQ is more intuitive is more like tri like critical thinks more yeah. critically thinks more like things like that like is iq know. like is self-awareness part of iq no sure. i think that's uh, what do you think iq is michael let's, or, let's start with this or like your level of intelligence or ability to absorb information what, I, what is iq one sec can we start can we just start joe dweck first can we yeah. just read out what he does just before we leave so I couldn't find a lot on what he does. I've just been looking at him and like your family. Is it because you're related to him, right? Yeah, he's my granddad. Joe, Joe Drake is a billionaire. Yeah. What happened? Yeah. Well, I yeah, I can't find a whole lot. We about split him. this podcast. He won a. He won a CBE. Uh, there's like a whole stuff about how he was chief of various boards and executive. On, Have you met on him? Stuff. Nah, good. Best of luck to him. We we don't really speak or any you other. Apparently, you're related, in contact. You're related to us. Are you related to someone called Cairo? Yeah, Deck, which is Liam Payne's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. My my uh, my aunt's a supermodel. It's quite conflicting. Have you met, and, have you met her? <laughs> no, but it's it's quite. Uh, my, yeah, my aunt's a supermodel, and. I'm so confused right Yeah, they, I don't even think she knows we exist. I probably shouldn't even be speaking about this, but, you know, fuck it. Let's... Wait, do you, maybe maybe she has 23 and Me and saw you on there. And was like, fuck it. I'm not on, this, I'm not on 23 this. But you know, that's how that's how loads of people find find their family. You don't have to be on there. I wouldn't do 23 and Me. I'm not giving my... Like I said, I'm not giving DNA to those people. What? Why not? Well, you think she's like... It's part of the system now. Yeah, like, isn't a, why, why the do system. they need my DNA? I'm not willingly sending my DNA to someone. Isn't like your DNA already on the police database? No, it isn't already on the police database. That's why the police can't just solve crimes when someone leaves DNA. That it has to. You yeah. never been arrested before? No. Oh, you have. I have. I have been, but I got off. See how so surprised she was. I've been arrested. <laughs> I've never been detained, but I've been like arrested twice. Don't they need your prints for that? No, okay. I've I've never been taken into the station, but two times I've been like, one time I was smoking weed in Crystal Palace Park when I was about seventeen, and I threw it away, and then they couldn't find it, and they called loads of police to come down, and they all just shut me up and like, oh, waste of resources. Yeah, yeah, literally. And then they took my grinder, and one of them was like, they were like, why have you got this? I was like, I'll go to a chef school, innit? So I used it to grind up herbs. <laughs> you thought you were so smart that you said that shit. I go to. That's why they tell people don't say nothing to the police. Don't say shit. Man, I went to a chef school. <laughs> Your lawyer gonna be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" I was. And then like, my mates ran off, and uh, I, no, what happened was we got caught smoking weed, yeah. That, like literally we're smoking and the spliffers walking through Paris This is the second time? No, 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 this is the first time. And a, a big fucking cop car comes and my mate went, oh, lads. So we just started blowing in it. And they like came out of the van were chasing after us. And one of my mates was way faster than us. I was faster than the other mate. But I was like, he's got the weed. So I'll stop. They'll, they'll take me. My boy with the weed gets away. As I stopped, I realized I had the weed. So I just dropped it on the floor and it went under some car in Crystal Palace car park, right? And like, I'm stood there, they're all just like searching me and stuff. The bloke whose car it is comes, gets in the car and drives. So now there's just a fucking bag of weed there. Yeah. So I'm like, I swear to God, they had the police van and two other cop cars turn up. And one of the cops was being like a cunt. So like when I said I'm from Chef School, he's like, oh, if you go to Chef School, you won't mind if I take this then, will you? I was like, cool, take it. Completely illegal. He's not allowed to take, you're not allowed to take my things. Like, also, I, you would mind, you're going to Chef School. Yeah, I know, yeah. but I, I just wanted it to end. <laughs> So they then ended up telling me they, they made me get in the van and like did all this search on me and stuff like and they were just stood there. They were like, "What was the name of your mates?" So I gave fake names and then later they were like, "What was the name of your mates again?" And I couldn't remember. And I was like, "Ah, oh, that and they were like, right, yeah." Don't say nothing. Man. And then uh, so why did you need to slow down? Because I thought my mate had the weed. So I thought he was going to get caught with weed. So I was being a bro. I'll, I'll be slower than him. So they'll take me. 
I might but if he's slow it. enough, wouldn't they still catch him as well? No, because they would chase it. Bro, they're, they're not. I, you, we've had Dom in here, right? Yeah, yeah. How many fucking police officers does he say are actually, like, physically capable? So they'll just get they're, one and be like, fuck you, it. Let, let's be honest. Most police officers are fucking little losers who like authority that go into fucking. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're like, they're, they're, like you're bothering a bunch of 17 year olds for smoking yeah, weed. They the fan out. Fucking hell. Like, it's not fucking. That's when I would. That's when with police and I'm, I'm like. There's a bunch of 17-year-olds who've been having a spliff. Surely, yeah, all right, they've done it in front of you. Fucking maybe you have to... Because that was the thing. When you do it when you're under 18, you get yacht meeting. You get what? You get... you you. So say we got caught smoking weed now by the police. They're just like, take your name. They take the weed off you. If it was a small amount, they do for possession. But they, you don't get taken in or anything. When you're under 18, you have to go youth offenders something meeting Oof. for like six weeks. Long. And you're in there with like... And, I, and my mate, my mates, all a few of my mates had to go do it, and we're like, yeah, it's rough. Like, it's it, they're like, it's just boring. Oh wow! What was second time? I uh, got in a fight. Oh okay. Yeah. What happened? Uh, a lad pushed a girl I was with after a Crystal Palace match, and I ended up hitting him. I just, in, inside the stadium? No, no, down by South Norwood. Oh god! Uh, so I smacked him uh, a couple of times, and then. Um, he went down and I felt really bad. So I handed myself in. And then the police were literally like, we couldn't give a shit. They were literally like, we couldn't give a fuck. They were, they, I swear to God, they spent two officers to come around. They ended up speaking to my aunt and they were literally like, I didn't kill him. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> As a matter of fact, he's a grander bet. You know what I mean? Yeah, they could literally couldn't have given a shit. They were like, we don't care. Because he ended, the lad I ended up hitting ended up getting nicked because he then tried to fight the police when they came. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, and they were okay. like, they Wait, were you like, called the police on yourself? I handed myself in because a load of police came and people were giving statements. So then uh, I was like, I better hand myself in rather than... How old are you? They, uh, 18. Damn. He worked at my mum's school as well, the lad. Sam Ashdown was his name. I don't know why you said his name. That's so fed off. Because if, uh, if you want it again, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I had myself in again. Know, I don't know. No, I don't know why I said his name. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I know, I'm just in one of those moves today, innit, where you're just okay, so self-snitching. You, yeah, so that was yeah. social skills. You prefer to have social skills. That's how where we were at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Social skills and my my billionaire. Gr- Imagine he listens to this to get in contact. Here's those two stories, and he's like, nah. "Yeah, he ain't getting no money. Nah. He ain't getting no money." I can't believe you all relate to a billionaire. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, well, yeah. you should really be trying to. Well, what am I going to do? What ask him for money? Yes, no, yes. Yeah. Right. I, I don't want to take money off him. He can have it. He's, he lives his life. You know, he's got his life going on. Like, if I take money off him, that means there's some sort of sense of like. He has to, uh, like, if he was to get in contact to be like, oh, I don't appreciate you speaking about this on the podcast and bringing this up, I mean, I will go fuck yourself, innit? Like, there you go. Like, that's, I, you fucking. Him on. Where, I would inv- I would have him on. Yeah. I'd have him on. I'd invite him and Kanye on the same day. <laughs> 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 See if they can. <laughs> Jewish billionaire be Kanye West. <laughs> Just look him in the room and be like, you're not leaving until you two work this out. We're going to work it out for our people, man. Damn. They took Kanye's shoes, man. And they didn't take his literal shoes. They know you fucked up when you take the shoes away, man. Are you related to any, like, billionaires? <laughs> don't realise what a dumb no. question that was as I asked no. it. No, not at all. My, my grandpa used to always say that we were related to Michael Caine. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. They just grew up a few streets away from each other. Right. My whole, okay. life, my whole life, I thought I was, I'm like, oh my God, I'm related to Michael Caine. You used to live in, oh, this is my, in London. Yeah, my grandpa oh, okay. is from like Kennington, Elephant and Castle. So, but like, they like, they like, he, I don't know. I, and I'm, I'm like, wow, if we're related to him, then how come we never speak to him? Yeah, yeah. yeah. we go to Michael Caine's house. Yeah. Oh, fucking hell, man. How did you find out you weren't related? Just deduction. Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think I put two and two together. I'm like, there's nothing. Although if they're living close, that means granddad got a bit of money. No. Kennington back in the day. My gra- my grandpa was in it, it, during World War Two. He slept in the in Kennington Station. Okay. Like, when he was a kid, mm-hmm. he was. They were not. They were pretty broke. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, fair enough. He uh, yeah. He had a like quite an American dream. Like when he moved, like when he he took the boat over, mm-hmm. um, to America, and his his, his like luggage broke. So, First day. 
like on just like going on boarding the boat fuck so he just like he had to like carry his trunk on his would you say so your family is mainly located in california now yeah would you say that they've achieved the american dream i think my my grandpa has yeah because he was really he was really poor here and then we say that stuff. They had two dollars in their pocket and two dollars in a dream. Well, back then that's probably like forty grand. Yeah. <laughs> like, whenever they do that. No, he Shoo was shan. broke. Yeah. He broke. He like he was in when he first moved to San Francisco. He was homeless, mm. and so wow. he was like he would work and then go to a diner, like twenty-four hour diner, and then just stay there all night wow. and then go back to work. And then when he finally had enough money for a, like a room, he got a room and like his first night there. He woke up like really itchy and like in, a, in the tenderloin, which is like the the worst area of San Francisco. He woke up like really itchy and then put the lights on and um, just cockroaches. Oh. Oh. And so oh, no. he had like he had like he went through he, he struggled. Yeah. Damn. When. Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like it's part of that struggling in life is sometimes necessary? Like maybe not co I cockroaches. Think the on struggle you. is romanticized mm. sometimes. Mm. But it's only by people who got out of it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And you know, so few really get out of it to achieve. I guess that's the whole point of the American dream. Is like yeah. those very few at the top who made it, and you're looking at them like, well, if they can do it, I can do it. And that's what they sold to people. Such a cool term, though, isn't it? The American dream. Yeah. Like you've got to think like there's no bigger exporter of culture that's ever. Maybe the Romans or something like, but like the exporting of culture that America has done is just nothing else will ever be like it. I think if as long as you have your own definition of what success Yeah, I, is. I think the definition of the American dream is changing though. And I feel like it's not as, it's not as accessible as it used to be, I think. Mm. Like in my grandpa's time, it was very much like he worked and, until, and like he built something for himself. But I feel like now it's, there's less and less people who are if able I, to do that. If I went to California with, uh, hundred dollars in my pocket how long before i'm dead um <laughs> it's just that would <laughs> this was a philosophy podcast <laughs> at one point <laughs> it's a philosophy <laughs> we've gone so far away from our... have we got to wrap up yeah yeah, yeah. So, I would, I would yeah not <laughs> well sorry we don't get a fine <laughs> out yeah into that tantalizing i could start a tent family you know, there's already so many, but people are like who like have jobs are living in tents. That's yeah, like, there's like all these stories of like of teachers like teachers man, living in their sad. car in front of the schools that they mm. teach in, and then like them just having to like those are just like system is broken, man. Really bad. Well, maybe they're just shitty teachers. Like, has that ever been? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure <laughs> there's teachers with gambling problems. Like, you, you don't have to live in your car. How fucked up is your family situation? All right, I get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do not want to know what's going with you on that? <laughs> <laughs> Me just yeah, back yeah, in yeah. the system. <laughs> but yeah, system is broken, man. Where is the love? I shouldn't sing that. We'll get um, podcast taken. Yeah. You're <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Katie, thank you so much for coming. Where, where can people find you? Um, my Instagram is Katie G Comedy. Um, that's really about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Michael, you've got the Black British. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Round of applause. Uh, round of applause for the Black British takeover. Now. Thank you. Thank you. But uh, 8th of December, uh, O2 Arena. Uh, yeah, get your tickets, man, if you want to see me. And uh, I will be at Angel Comedy on the 22nd of December doing my new show, Love and Hate Speech, at 6.30 to 7.30. Please come to the show. I'll be working hard on it. It'll be really good fun. Tickets are £5. Yeah, I'll be there, maybe. Oh, all right. I didn't have to say maybe. Thanks. But yeah, this has been BTEC Philosophers. We're on Patreon. Extra episode every week. £3.50 a month. Come see it. Come enjoy it. We talk more flagrantly on there. And uh, yeah, keep supporting the pod, man. This has been BTEC Philosophers. Next time. <laughs>